You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, episode number eighty-nine. Today, I have Beth Stanley with me. She is in the UK, and she's also a part of the Six Figure Business Map, and she's been kicking some serious goals in terms of a business, but also her mindset. You know, we go into business, and sometimes it can be hard to ask for help, and sometimes it can be hard to not blame other people for or other things that are around us for the success that we're not seeing or whatever it is. And、uh, with Bethany. I got talking to her in the Facebook group, and I can see that she is absolutely going after it, and it blows my mind. Because if you don't know, the UK right now has been in lockdown for a long time. My heart goes out to the whole community over there. It's absolutely nuts, and it's taken a big hit on the community. It's not easy for anyone. So today, I wanted to have a chat to her and see how she got there with that mindset. See how she's transformed herself and her business, and how she's gone after opportunities and not let anything hold her back. How she's taken full responsibility. She's no longer playing the blame game, and how she's absolutely blown up her business. I want her to share that with you. So she's inside the Six Figure Business Map. We're going to talk about that a little bit as well, and we're going to talk about. Absolutely, mindsets. Before we get started, don't forget the Six Figure Business Map opens up right now, and I want you to be part of it. So, if you haven't gone and joined the waitlist yet, which is at jialong.co, you can jump on my website. You're going to see a banner right there. You're going to be able to join that waitlist. I want you to be part of it. I want you to join my community, and I want to help you level up your business. I want to be in your corner. I want to show you the strategies that I use, and I want you to join the community. So if that sounds like something that you should be doing in 2021 and 2022 and moving forward of your business, let's get into it. Absolutely. Other than that, I would love to go and talk to Bethany. So let's go. Let's go and do it. So I've got Beth here. She's from inside actually the Six Figure Business Map, and、um, she's been hitting some goals. I've been working with her for the last few months, and I'm really excited to get her on the call today and have a bit of a chat about how she's been changing her mindset and how she's been absolutely dominating, you know, her business and everything. So if you want to check her out, she's based in the UK. It's、uh, Bethany and James, filmmaking and photography. She does incredible work. But hey, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. So exciting! When I got your message in Facebook, I was like, "I have to get you on the podcast because so many people <laughs> want to hear from you." Yeah, for sure, for sure. Can you tell me, like, it's important for me to get you know people like yourself on this podcast because there's so many people right now that are just starting out, and there's so many mountains in front of them, and there's so many things to do. And I know you're in the process of that, so you bring such a good perspective of what it's like to build a business, like right now in 2021, and and joining a,、um, a mastermind and group coaching call like myself, and and things like that. So, can you tell me a little bit about your journey right now and coming into my course? Like when you first started, yeah, sure. So I'm not particularly new to my business from the point of view of I actually started it up about five years ago. But I would say that my I started taking it seriously as more than just a hobby probably about two years ago. But when I started taking it seriously as more than a hobby, 2020 struck and I'd got my first kind <laughs> of like fully booked wedding season, and that obviously all sort of went down the pan. So I kind of. Went into a bit of a, a pity spiral, I guess, where I was feeling kind of sorry for myself. 
and then uh, the photography summit happened and um, I think I said to you right at the beginning I'd never heard of you until the photography summit like someone recommended it to me oh wow um, and that was the first that I saw you and as soon as you started speaking I was like wow I can really get behind everything that this guy is saying I felt like I'd been kind of told off a little bit in the best possible way like it was a words that I needed to hear for somebody that was doing a lot of feeling sorry for myself, feeling like a victim, feeling like I hadn't got any control over the situation. Um, hearing your story was like, okay, like I, there's not really any excuse for that. So I just signed up to your course and it was the first course that I've ever signed up to. I just totally believed in the ethos behind it. And yeah, I think what's important, I think for people listening to this to realize is that I was not somebody who was like super confident or I'm a massive introvert. I'm the kind of person that's always liked to do things on my own, never paid for any education. I've always been like, yeah, I'm self-taught and I do everything myself. And so I came into this sort of with a mindset that wasn't particularly positive. But as soon as I joined the course, it was almost like, well, I've I've committed to this now. I've made the investment. I've got to try and make (laughs) it work. And genuinely like I joined in November and I just feel like as far as my business is concerned I'm a completely different person now like my attitude is just completely different the opportunities that I've had are completely different and it's just been a case of switching that mindset up and changing my mindset it's been yeah it's been a great kind of kick up the bomb that I needed in my business for sure it's so interesting because I think, um, especially when 2020 hit, there were so many people that did go into victim mode and they kind of, you know, self-isolated a little bit and they actually scaled back their business. And um, personally, what I did was the opposite. I scaled up my business. So I decided to like, you know, I knew that there was people that were scaling back and not doing as much. And um, the biggest problem before the pandemic was the it was too saturated, too many photographers. And now that there's even less, I'm seeing that as an opportunity of like now's the time to actually make an impact and and because I love doing what I do it's not about the money it means like I'm not dwelling on that I'm absolutely going after everything even if I have to work for free mm-hmm. so it's really cool to see your mindset shift and in such a short amount of time because you only joined in November and right now it's March so it's like four months yeah and um yeah. when you think about that in the grand scheme of things how short of a time frame is that to me that is crazy because I think like <laughs> if you'd have spoken to me a few months ago and like, I didn't know you and I didn't know what you were all about, I would have absolutely been the person that was like, Oh, you know, it's not my fault. I've got no control over this. Um, I think one of the things that I used to get really focused on was like, Oh, people who are successful, they're just really lucky. Like they've had an opportunity that I've not had or something, something's happened to them that's not happened to me. And it was almost like an overnight change of like, no, I need, if those opportunities aren't being thrown my way, I've got to start, making them I've got to start creating them and I've got this kind of newfound I used to be constantly stressed about where the next booking was going to come from and even now you know I feel like I see so many posts and like Facebook groups where people are like is anyone else's bookings really slow because my bookings are really slow and they're almost looking for people to be like yeah, mm. my weekend's really slow as well. Yeah, and I used to do that all the time. Like, I used to look for those posts. Like, be like, oh yeah, it's not my fault. It's nothing to do with me. Whereas now, I feel like so much better about it because I'm just like, yeah, I've got complete control over that. Like, if I am worried about bookings, then I just need to make sure I get some more. And so, like now, I'm like halfway booked for 2022 after putting my prices Amazing. up. Amazing. 
Amazing. And I put my prices up and I just, I kind of, again, like I've got this mindset of like, oh, people that I like, I work with only want to pay this specific price. Like they're never going to want to pay any more than this. And I actually had that conversation with you, I think on one of the first, first group calls where I was saying like, oh, people in the UK, they don't want to pay this much. And I'm worried about the weddings that I'm getting not being as nice because people that pay a higher price might not be like, have the same values as me. And you were like, no, like (laughs) that you're not going to be any different just because you've got more money. So why are you thinking like that? And I think that's been something that's just been like, I wish you could have known me before in some ways that you could see like what a transformation it is. Totally. I've actually seen so many transformations. I threw out the business map. I've actually known them when they first came in or even like the first group calls, having a conversation and then seeing people changing their mindset. And it's absolutely crazy. And one thing that you really touched on is something that I drive home in the business map is like, you need to take control. And that means you need to be, you need to be accountable for everything. So it's, everything's your fault. And it's one of the most important things because if you're not accountable, then you're looking for confirmation of like, Oh, it's not working for other people and and this and that. But like I always say, like when people say like things are not working out because the economy is bad, I'm like, my economy is totally fine, you know, because I'm looking after my economy. You're talking about the world economy. I'm talking about me and what I can control. And it's so important because when you show up and take ownership of what you do, including the knowledge gap of what you don't know. Like I don't know how to get more leads. I don't know how to um, book higher paying clients and stuff. It's just a knowledge gap and you take control of that and you can change your life, change your business. Yeah, totally. And I think like one example of that is I used to have this real like FOMO thing of like, oh, I never get asked to, I never get asked to do anything. Like whenever there's like, you know, podcasts or so anything like and that, it's like, are. yeah, and it was like this thing of like, I never got asked to do anything. And, and it was true. I wasn't getting asked. And so I've started to just put myself out there, you know, as soon as you put that post on the Facebook group, I was like, right, what can I offer to Jai so that he wants to have me on his podcast? Um, and a couple of weeks ago, I actually organized an event for couples, which was like with a couple of other really amazing suppliers. And one of the suppliers that I was with was like, one of the biggest tourism companies in the UK and they like own all of these like luxury venues all over the UK and luxury homes all over the UK. And it's like landed me this massive opportunity to like work with them on loads of their venues. And I made that myself. Like (laughs) I didn't have to wait for somebody else to ask me. I didn't have to wait for like this perfect opportunity to appear. I just kind of did it. And it's just so like, when I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, I can't believe that I did that because it's just so far from the person that I was before and what I kind of naturally am. And again, I think that's something that I've always been really stuck on. I'm like, oh, that's not just, that's not who I am. Like I'm shy and I'm quiet and I'm introverted. Yeah. And I can't do it. And I, I think again, like speaking to you and hearing you say that, yeah, I'm an introvert, but I still like walk into venues and offer them albums and like ring up huge photographers and ask them to be on my podcast. I think it just makes you realize that the only thing that limits you and your business is yourself. And Oh man, you're preaching, you're preaching to me now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so true. Like it's, it's, it's something that <laughs> it's I've so heard true. before and I just never let it kind of sink into me of like, you can't just sit around and wait all the time for these perfect opportunities to happen because that's not life. And I don't know why I thought it was. I think it's it's a fear thing, isn't it? Because the truth is, is the more you put yourself out there, the more you can be, you can fail. 
And the more you stay in your comfort zone, at least you're comfortable, at least you're in your comfort zone, at least you're only kind of letting yourself down in the same ways that you always have. You know, with this whole event that I did, it was like a roller coaster. You know, I had someone on board and then they dropped out and then I had to find a replacement. And, you know, it was like this constant thing of like, what if nobody shows up? What if nobody signs up? Those two weeks were super, super You're basically explaining my life right now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, those two weeks leading up to it, because I planned it in like, I want to say about three or four weeks and the actual launch period of it was two weeks. I just wanted to do it quickly just so that I could stop myself and convince myself it was a bad idea. And those two weeks were stressful, but it was good because now I know that I can do it. I know that it's something that I can do and it was so worth it just for the contacts that I made and the fact that, you know, I got a load of inquiries off the back of it and that was me. That was nobody else. Nobody else did that for me. It's crazy. Like you literally going out there and being proactive, like you've made so many connections and did so many things. And one thing that you said that I really want to touch on and really drive home is like when you said that you jumped in the Facebook group and you put yourself out there, it's like, I always say to people, like if no one knows who you are, if they don't know who you serve, like what your services are or who you service or what your packages are or what your event is, then no one can help you. And no one's going to invite you to a podcast. No one's going to it refer you work or do anything, right? Yeah. And the same in the business map. Like if you're in there right now and you're struggling with business or something um, and you're expecting something to change, if you don't tell me, then I don't know. And then there's not going to be any change. There's not going to be any growth. So it's got to be like if you're just in a room with the people that you want to be around, like you're saying like the photographers you want to be around or in the podcasting that you want to be around or whatever it is, you need to be in the room for at least allow that opportunity to come to you. Because if you're not there ain't going to be any opportunities coming for you. Yeah, 100%. And I think, like, get, put yourself in front of people and give people, like, the more you do that, yeah, some people are going to say no. Some people are going to ignore you. But if you just have a couple of people pick you up on it, it's completely worth it. One thing you were just talking about then was rejection. And so mm-hmm. most people will do it because they don't like rejection. And for some reason, right, like, you don't like rejection, like, do you agree? Yeah, totally. Like, I know I don't. <laughs> I, I don't like rejection. And I think when people look at me, they're like, oh, like, well, Jai, he has a lot of friends in the industry or he gets a lot of leads because he's got a lot of connections and stuff. Not realizing that I put myself out there and I contact 10 people, get rejected nine times yeah. to get the one person. Mm-hmm. And I hate rejection. Mm-hmm. And But I still do it because my dreams are bigger than me hating rejection. Like, my ambitions are bigger. Like, the impact I want to make is so much bigger. And I think... Like we have to let go of the notion of caring of getting rejection because we all care. We absolutely care. But it's like, is your dreams big enough and worth it for you to put yourself out there and get rejected? And if you're not getting rejected, it means you're not taking enough action on those really unrealistic dreams because it's the absolute truth. Like not everyone's going to say yes. Not everyone's going to want you on the podcast or whatever, but the more that you get in front of everybody and allow yourself in that space to get rejected and feel those feelings, like the more you're going to grow so much. So I just wanted to point home, you know, the point on, on what you're just saying right there. Yeah, totally. And I think like rejection feels bad, but success feels so good. Like, yes. you know, <laughs> the, the, when you message someone like this, for example, when I dropped that comment on the Facebook group and I was just like, I can talk about this, 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 and this. And I was really thinking in my mind, I was like, Jai loves to know how you can help him. That's his favorite thing. If you tell him what, how you can help him, he loves it. And I was like, 
right, how can I help him out? Like this, 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 and this. And then I got that message back straight away. Like, let's, let's set this up. How good does that feel? Like, and you know, I might've put that comment on and it might've been not the right time or it might've been that you didn't want me to do it, but and that, and that happens and that do, it's not that it doesn't mm. suck but now that I know how it feels I feel like in the five years of business I hadn't really understood what it feels like to actually be accepted and to succeed to actually win yeah to, ha- to have a win because yeah. I've not put myself into you know I've perhaps been rejected a few times and thought oh well this that's it for me you know I, <laughs> I don't want that feeling again so I'm just not gonna even go there you were talking about before like so many Facebook groups where people get really negative. They talk about where like things don't work out for them and it, or they say like that's impossible because it would never happen for me. So it's like, you know, Jai doesn't have that success because it, it's impossible. It's I've never seen it before. And I think what you're saying there, and I only just realized this lately, is like there's so many business owners, creative business owners out there in the world that have never experienced wins like that. So they don't know what it feels like to have the success and they don't know it's possible, mm-hmm. which blows my mind. Like once you know it's possible, it gets addictive because it's like, yes, I, I will go through and get 10 rejections absolutely to get that one win. And when I get that one win, which I actually did yesterday, I, got, I booked in a big speaker for the next Wedding Photography Summit Amazing. after getting rejected like five times, which I absolutely hated. And it was like, man, I'm back. Like I was so happy. I'm like, this is, this is why I do it. Like I can't wait for this, you know? So yeah, I just think there's so many people just like yourself before the business map that, um, they don't realize it's possible for them. So then they, they live life like that, not, not allowing possibilities into their life. Yeah. And I just think about just to kind of give a bit more sort of space to this, this topic. My husband has been self-employed since he left school. He's super self-motivated and He's been saying to me for a long time, like, I don't think your heart's really in this. And I was like, what are you on about? Like, I work really hard and like, I've really tried for this and it's failed for this reason, this reason, and this reason. And then like, and I can remember having these conversations and I'd have them with a group of people and he'd be saying like, oh, but you've not really done this. And I'm like, yeah, I have. And I'd speak to people who I knew would tell me that I was great and like that everything I was doing was fine because they hadn't got a clue and they you know there were people that were my friends and they were being super supportive and then I look back at that and I'm like yeah like now I can talk confidently and say yeah I'm doing everything that I can do and I'm working really hard and it's working and so if you're sat Mm. there and you're saying like I've done everything I'm working really hard and I'm not getting anywhere then you're not working really hard <laughs> because if you are. I have this conversation with so many of my friends, like seriously, and they'll tell me like, Joe, I've done everything. Like I'm trying to get a job. I'm like, what have you done? They're like, I sent out three resumes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, the definition of you doing everything and the definition of me doing everything is so different because I would have a job because I literally go after it. I'll be no resumes. I'll go in there, shake hands, knock on doors. Mm-hmm. I'll find connections. I'll ask them if they don't want someone, who are their friends? Can they ring them? Can they introduce me? Like, I'll be there. And people don't realize, like, I guess people don't realize like how much I go after everything, whatever I want, I won't let anything go. Like Mm -hmm. I'll go after until it's my thing. But also like talking about your friends, a lot of the times, like our friends, they don't mean harm, but they're going to keep you safe. And Mm -hmm. they're always going to say like, you're doing good, you're doing great. And then we go to them because we want to feel good about what we've done. But sometimes that's not what we need. Sometimes we need some like actual truth, someone that has our best interest and goes like, you can do better. You need to push. This is the time for you to to, like step up to the plate. This is the time for you to change your life. Like there's so many things you can do right now. Yeah, completely. And I think like obviously 
I'm sure that my friends will listen to this podcast and I think they're all amazing and I, I need them all in my life. <laughs> you know, I need them all in my life. And I need them to, to tell me when I'm doing good. But it is that thing of like having people that actually can look into your business. Like I, I now see the value so much of having a business mentor and I just wish that I had realized that before that it is just a case of like it exposes you because Hmm. you know I know that if I was to so I'm like working on my website at the moment if I was to show you my website now you wouldn't tell me what my best friend would tell me because you'd be looking at it from a complete you'd be like well you need to change this you need to change this you need to make this more clear like And that is so helpful. That's way more helpful, you know. And then once I've got the finished article and I've shown it to somebody who can really give me some good feedback on it, you know, then I can show it to my friends and they can all tell me it's great. And I can be like, yeah, it is great. (laughs) I know it is. I know it's great. (laughs) And I think... That's so true. You know, I think it's about that balance, isn't it, of knowing that when you're talking about something within your profession, having a support network of people who will push you celebrate your wins with you and just kind of that you can know that if you actually honestly showed them like oh here's my pricing guide what do you think of it you would get honest answers you would get mm. real feedback that was really helpful um i think that's it's really not important as well. we get that feedback as well because yeah. i do the same and it's like putting yourself out there and i've worked so hard for something and then all of a sudden like someone's telling me what i can do better and i'm like i thought i did my best but i can do better I think I'm the same. Like I've got different friend groups and there's, there's almost no friends that I actually share my ideas with anymore or like even share my stuff because, because um, until it's done, until it's yeah. totally finished. Because mm-hmm. instead of telling them like what I'm going to do and what I'm up to, I'm just like, yeah, man, like I did a thing last week. You should check it out. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm like moving forward and I keep, I keep it separate. So if I'm going to tell someone... I really, I barely tell anybody anything. I literally just show them what I'm doing. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing a wedding photography summit. It's a big deal. Like <laughs> this is what we've done so far, you know? And I, I'm just a big believer of like, you don't need to get validation from everybody. And if you're trying to get validation from someone, are they the right people? Like have mm-hmm. they hit the goals that you're achieved to in your own life? Like yeah. have they experienced the things that you are going through or what you experienced? Do they want the same things, they've got the same ambitions. Like, are they in growth mode or are they, you know, are they slowing down and subtracting and being safe and small and playing a small game? So, whenever I'm getting validation, like when I get it from the right person that's like actually, you know, so much further, further ahead than what I am, I'm like, oh man, this is the person. Like, this is the, I need validation right here. Like, tell me what I need to do better. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's not so much validation that is, feel your own ego either. I think that's the thing. I think I'm somebody who it's just a huge part of my personality that that's what I look for in friendships and relationships is just people to tell me that I'm doing okay and that I'm doing good. And I think there's a completely, it's a different side of the coin when you're saying, Hey, I've got this idea, like with my idea for this event, I ran it past you. I was like, Hey, I've got this idea. I want to do this. Give me, can I have some advice for it? I stayed up to like 3am on the call so that I could hear, you know, I could chat to you about it. I was like, can we get to my question? Cause I'm so tired, but you know, I, I need to hear this from you. And that validation was more of like, a, okay, he knows what he's talking about. He's done this. He thinks it's a good idea. If you'd have said to me like, no, nah, I don't think that's going to work. Then that would have been like, okay, that's cool. That's fine. There would have been no ego yeah, in it. It on. wouldn't have hurt my feelings. I wouldn't have been like, oh, I'm so upset that Jai <laughs> doesn't think that idea is good because 
that's not what it was about. It was just like, is this a good idea or isn't it? And then, yeah, you know, a load of my friends kind of, when I said to them, like, oh, I've set this thing up, same as you've just said, like, I've got quite a lot of people come in, tell your friends kind of thing, quite a few of them to show their support. And that's, you know, that's where having friends to help you and support you is really important. Oh, it's amazing. It's your own community, isn't it? Like people around you that get around you and they... They um, support you no matter what. Like, I love it. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like, I'm, you know, I'm really, really kind of blessed in that aspect of having that kind of community around me. But also, you know, I found such a great kind of business and work community through the business map. And that's just been such a help to me because it's just knowing that there's like a group of people that I can ask questions that, you know, the people that I love can't necessarily answer. Yeah. So let's um, talk about that a little bit more. I know that you're in there a lot and doing a lot of things. Let's talk about like signing up to the course. Like I know that you found me through um, the Wedding Photography Summit and then you resonated with me and then you're thinking this could be it. But like one thing you said before is you regret not signing up to something sooner or changing that mindset. And my biggest regret in business is the same thing. Because when I realized that like business is business and it's so cheap to spend a couple of grand on learning business and changing your mindset. Like the way I see my course, I'm, when someone tells me it's expensive, I'm like, yeah, okay, it is. But how expensive is it not changing your life? <laughs> you know, or not, oh, not yeah, like totally. growing or not like how... And if they're like, saying if that, not, just like tell them that, you know, they've just got to watch <laughs> your pricing guide module and then they'll book a wedding and that's paid for anyway. So... <laughs> It's all good. <laughs> if you're not getting, you know, your money back within a couple of weeks, like I'm doing something wrong, contact me and we'll change it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, there's got to totally. be something. Totally. But look, here's another thing is like you were in a place with your uh, mindset and with COVID and it was really hard. That's why we put on the, the Wedding Photography Summit. But the fact that you took it upon yourself to go, okay, I'm listening to this message and I'm actually ready now. And I'm ready to change my mindset and to level up. Like it takes a lot of courage to get to that place. So can you tell me, like, were you looking for something? Were you thinking that you need to grow? Like, did you feel like you could do more in business or was it something that you just kind of went on a whim? You know what? It was kind of like up until the summit, I had kind of just, I was still working on my business and I was feeling okay. I was kind of thinking that by 2021, the pandemic would be over weren't we all yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like it's okay like uh, 2021 is now like really booked but anyway let's not talk about that but I'd kind of was still in this this place of like I know that something needs to change but I'm not sure what it is but I wasn't really looking for it but then after watching the summit and then I, I think for me it was seeing your course and how much all of the modules spoke to me as like yeah these are things that I don't get so it's kind of funny because you've probably seen those things, but then the course was completely different to what you expected, wasn't it? Because you you were like looking at those, but then all of a sudden you changed your mindset and you grew your business like way beyond what oh, those yeah. modules and would I, teach I you. This is, it's so true. <laughs> like, you know, the first kind of month I was like every day, like getting out the business map. And that was like, I was, I was looking at it and taking notes and which I'm still doing. But, you know, the last few weeks, I've not been as active in the Facebook group because I've been doing stuff. I've been like, <laughs> you know, I've been trying to actually move the needle in my business and and push myself forward and take an action. Yeah, and I think as far as as the um it not being what I expected, I think that is true, but it was also everything that I needed it to be and that you know, even from a really like practical point of view, 
your thing is explaining business for creatives and explaining business in a way that creatives can understand. I'm not motivated to sit and read through loads of business books and, um, you know, <laughs> <many> of us <laughs> you know and, and seminars. And like, I wish I was, I wish, I wish I was that person that could, you know, just sit and digest all that information and apply it. And I do listen to audiobooks and I try and like educate myself in that way. But there's some things that I've heard explained so many times that then you explain it once. And I'm like, okay, no one needs to explain that to me again. Because it was just like, here, here is this information in a language that you can speak. And now in my mind, I'm always thinking to myself, like, where does this get me on my map? What do I need? Like, as the captain of my ship. And other people might think that sounds crazy because you need to be in the map to fully understand how it works. But it's that kind of a creative talk about business, but very mm. specifically about business. I loved the fact that it was, there was nothing in there about, like, how to pose your couples, how to, I know how to take good photos. Like <laughs> that's not never been yeah. my problem. I've never, you know, that's, that's my skill. That's my, that's the thing. That that's I, your art. Yeah, exactly. And there's no, I never struggle with working on that because I love it. Like I, you know, that was something that sort of over those summer months when I was feeling negative, I did feel good about because I was like, okay, I can work on my editing and, and all that kind of thing. But yeah, so I, I wasn't looking for anything. I just, I saw you logged on to the course and I there was literally like an hour and a half left before sign up closed and I said to my husband I was like there's this course and I can't really afford it at the moment but I think I'd only need to take like a booking a month to be able to afford it what do you think and at first he was like I, that seems crazy and he was like no think about it write some pros and cons and then just do what you think and I was just like yeah I've done it and I literally had like it, a half an hour to go before doors closed. And I was like, yeah, I think this is the right thing. And like, <laughs> there's not even a, a small part of me that regrets it because even if for whatever reason, I was like, okay, I'm done with that now after those three months, just these like small, I think that's the thing that I said to you in mm. my original post. I've got these like small fundamental changes that will always be with me and I can always come back to. I feel like it it's is, huge. It's a huge deal, even if it's not. It's, it's a like, huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I, I say this all the time, it's like, man, people think you need like all the answers, but like the small little changes you make in your business and with your mindset, it knocks onto the biggest effect. It's like the butterfly effect. And mm -hmm. when I sign up to courses, like say if I sign up to a course and it's like $10,000, I'm not trying to learn every piece of the puzzle that's going to get me all the success. All I need is one thing that gets me the, you know, that little bit further across or, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to make myself another $10,000 or book a little bit more, change my mindset a little bit. And I think too many of us get hung up on like, we need to squeeze everything out of something because I need to be the best of everything. But it's like, work on those little tiny things. And if you just used those little things and you're able to book one more client per month, that's, that equals like what a million dollars over your career or something like that. Yeah, like it's, exactly. It's, it's so worth big it. Change. Yeah. And I think this is the thing, like, you know, we're in the UK right now, we're still in national lockdown. There is a roadmap for when we're in to come back, but it's very iffy. The situation over here is bad, but I genuinely can say like, yeah, I've had a few moments where I've been like, oh, you know, again, cause it's just been a sort of phases of like pushing everything back, having cancellations and stuff. But I can honestly say on the whole, like, I'm not too worried about it because I know that all that I need to do is just find ways of making money, which sounds so obvious. 
but I don't think that's a mindset that I had before. I was always like, well, yeah. you know, when I, when I book all of these weddings, then I'll be able to make money. Do you feel bad having that mindset? Like if someone asks you, like, are you worried and things like that? Because I know for myself, like I'm never worried because, you know, my mindset, I'm like, well, I can just make new money. There's no problem and I can work it out. But I actually get, um, I actually feel bad a lot of the times because when someone's in a room, like say in Clubhouse or they're having a live chat and everyone's like, yeah, it's really hard and all that. I go all quiet because I'm like, "Mm, I actually, like, I don't want to, you know, sound like a dick or anything, but like (laughs) I said, it's completely different. I'm like, I'm not hung up and talking about the negative because I'm too busy thinking about the positive and I'm too busy thinking about how, how can I change my life right now? How can I make a bigger impact? How can I make new money? How can I create a new opportunity? How can I make my break? And, um, yeah, yeah, I I feel like you can feel bad. I think it's that kind of like, it's the difference, isn't it? Between a positive mindset and toxic positivity because I think people that just like act like they've got no problems or that mm. nothing is difficult or that nobody is a victim because people are like people are victims of situations and bad things happen and people go through difficult Absolutely. times you know just being like oh you know we, we're only positive here and we only think positive thoughts like just want to say that's not what the group is like at all like people quite often post like guys I'm struggling I need a boost help me to kind of get out of this headspace but it's that feeling of like just knowing that you've got control and so I think it's the language that people use that I notice more that I used to use myself all the time of like people going and looking for validation on like oh I got this email from this person and you know I should have done this I should have done that but is this my fault and just hoping that everyone says like no it's not your fault or kind of putting themselves in this mindset of like I'm I'm a victim here and there's nothing that I can do about it when you know that there is something that you can do about it it's hard to kind of you can sympathize with it but it's hard to empathize with it I think when you're sat there kind of thinking Mm. like well you know there is stuff that you can do about it and I think that is a change that I've had myself so I'm sort of I can really see where people are coming from but I also know that they're wrong (laughs) And so that's like, you know, it's a difficult thing. It's also really hard because you can never tell someone they're wrong. And you can, here's like one um, thing that you can just never do is you can never teach someone or help someone unless they want help. Because if you do, and if if they're in the wrong place where it's not going to land on them right and you seem arrogant and you seem like you you don't care, you don't have empathy, like any of that kind of stuff, it's, that's what happens. And so that's why like a lot of the times I have to go quiet because if someone asks me, Jaya, what, would you do in this situation? Or, hey, Jai, like, how could you change this, you know, your, your mindset? And then I get an invitation and then I'm absolutely like, I would love to help you. Let's talk about this. Because if you're ready to change, there's things you can do right now. But I would never just stop someone and say like, hey, there's things you can do. Because their truth is there isn't. And if that's their truth, then it's like, you're just going to get into an argument and never change, yeah, never change and anything. And you're going to lose the battle. <laughs> yeah, it's going to hurt more. Because I think that's the thing, like, if say for whatever bizarre reason you followed me on Instagram before I was on the course and I was like having a moan, not that I would ever do it on my Instagram stories, but just imagine for a second, you know, I was having a moan about something and then you messaged me and you were like, well, you need to do this, this and this. It would have crushed me because I have Mm. conversations like that. And because I wasn't in the mindset where I wanted to do something about it, but I knew that I should, it was like this kind of like pain point of, don't tell me that because I don't want to hear it. I want validation. I need you to tell me that I'm doing great. And 
obviously that it's was kind of like kicking you when you're down isn't it it's yeah. like well look you can be positive you can do things and you don't believe it it's like i'm down that's not what i need right yeah, now. yeah and sometimes and that's cool like <laughs> you know it's okay and we all do that and i'm sure you're the same Jack. i'm sure you have your moments definitely stuff where you're like you know you have to moan to lilu about it and you're like oh like this happened today and definitely. this is really annoying <laughs> and it's really frustrating and i feel really sad about it like it's not about not feeling bad about the situations that we find ourselves mm-hmm. in. You know, I've had over the last kind of few weeks, it's been a real roller coaster f- for me. Like, you know, with the the situation with COVID, with things in my personal life, the stuff that in the past would have absolutely floored me. And I think that's where I realized how much this mindset thing comes into play because I've been able to get through stuff that in the past would have just maybe be like, no, nope, I need to take some time away from work. I can't do this. I need to stop now. I'm now in a position yeah. where I'm like, oh no, I don't need to do that because this part of my life I can still have control over. And like, yeah, I might not be able to put as much time into it, but I know that everything that I'm doing is paying off and that I'm the one that's got the control over it. And it's not things that would have floored me before aren't flooring me anymore. And that's because I've changed my mindset. Like and you've been the one that's kind of helped me get there. You've been the one that's helped me get there, but it's me that's had to do that. Like you've not, you've not come into my mind and changed anything. It's just that I kind of, you gave me that realization. I think as much yeah, as it, it seems like it. it was a whim that I booked onto the course the day after watching the summit, it kind of wasn't because it was that moment of like clarity from what you were talking about at the summit. I kind of get all of the different things that I've listened to you say all mixed up as to what was where but um I think you did say something about like everything being your fault in the summit something along those lines anyway and it just struck home with me it was like yeah you're (laughs) you're so right this everything that I'm feeling isn't my fault like you know the pandemic isn't my fault but maybe the way that I've dealt with it is maybe the way that Mm -hmm. I've I've kind of coped with it is yeah the reality that that you've created around it yeah, exactly. And maybe the way that I'm kind of paving the future kind of based off that is my fault. And I think that was when I was like, right, I need to do something and seeing your course and just, you know, clicking onto your website that one time and being like, oh, this sounds cool. And I think remember at the time mentioning it and saying like, oh, maybe next time once I've got a bit more money, maybe that's something that I should do. But, and I think, <laughs> I think another thing, which is kind of going back to what you're saying before about people thinking it's expensive in the UK people don't like to spend money on things like that like it's a real cultural thing of like totally people think that spending like two thousand dollars on a course is like extortionate but you know I never went to university like if I'd have gone to yeah, university the way- Someone spends a hundred thousand dollars on a new university degree <laughs> from someone that's never done anything, and it's like you could pay someone what two thousand dollars from an industry expert and actually learn the secrets to business. Yeah, like exactly. To me, I'm like, Jesus, that's a good deal. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, while I've never paid anything for education, so actually, it's and I do wonder if maybe it's even just within the kind of photography sector. I think there's just a really mm. weird attitude around money in general and how much money people can make and you know I I think when I filled out the form the sort of entry form to the course you're sort of you're like what what are your goals and I said to you at the time and it's still kind of the same like I'm not someone that's like looking to be crazy rich I just want to 
be able to buy a house and get a dog. Like <laughs> I just want like simple things in my life, but I want to be able to have that control and, you know, I want to have that kind of work-life balance and changing my mindset around like how much I can charge for weddings, how much people are willing to pay for weddings, how much I'm worth as well. Not just that I'm trying to charge people more, but recognizing that like people get a lot when they book with us and being really confident in that to the point where like when I'm putting my price guide together and I'm working out my price and I'm like, wow, this is really cheap. <laughs> you know? This yeah, is, absolutely. This I mean, cheap. that's how I feel about all my stuff. I'm like, yeah. man, it's crazy cheap. And when someone says, oh, it's a bit expensive. I'm like, I have to you agree. Yeah. It's money and we don't like to spend money, but I'm like, yeah. man, but you're talking to the wrong person. I think if someone hires me as a wedding photographer, I'm like that you made the right choice because yeah. I'm going to work my butt off for you. I'm going to yeah, create exactly. amazing experience. I'm going to like, it's above and beyond, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I always think about all my services, all my products, all my courses. I'm like, if someone like signs up the business map, like I want to write you a personal email and say like, Hey, you made the right choice. Like yeah. I I'm going to work for you. Like, let's make this happen. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And I think that's something that, you know, I've really had to break out of this idea of like, well, I'm maxed out now at what I can charge. And now I'm thinking to myself like, well, actually, you know, there's parts of this industry that I could break into. I was, um, I was talking to Igor about it a couple of weeks back, actually, about the fact that people in the UK will spend as much on wedding photography as they will anywhere else in the world. And we need to stop kind of convincing ourselves that they Mm. won't and that this market is different because I can see that there are parts of this market that I can break into. And it will mean that it's not that I'm trying to like, it's for me, it isn't about being rich. It's not, I know like for you, Jai, you've got, you know, big money goals and that's great. For me, it is just about, (laughs) you know, I want my husband to to stop doing his job so that we can just work together and, you know, we can get a dog. That's kind of, that's my like big goals. And that's that's something that I really want. Well, you know, every time someone joins my um, business map from the UK and wherever we go into a group call, they always start off with, hey, so just to put it in context, people in the UK don't pay that much. And they always say that. And I always think like, all right, so there's their limiting belief and there's where we need to we need to work on that thing. And it's funny because literally every single time, even when I talk on Instagram and things like that, people always say that, but I know people in the UK that charge a lot of money for weddings and because most people don't have the confidence to charge anything, they get all the work where everyone else is in the middle section where they're fighting to try and get anything. So it's such a funny little mindset shift, but it's it's everywhere as well. I have people here in Melbourne. They say like, no one will pay over two thousand dollars for a wedding photographer. And I'm like, well, that's a lie because yeah, I charge me for two thousand dollars yeah. two weddings per week, and I do it. I've been doing it for eight years. So mm-hmm. for you to tell me that, it's like I can I can bust that limiting belief. It's just you don't value yourself, and you wouldn't pay ten thousand dollars, and you don't have a service that you believe is worth ten thousand dollars. And there's so many little things on that, but it's something that we need to work on. Yeah. And you don't know, I think the thing, another big thing that I've taken away is like knowing why I charge what I charge, you know, before it was Mm. just a number that was like, oh, well, some of my friends that do a similar thing to me charge this much. So that's how much I'm going to charge. Whereas now, like, I know that if someone asked me why I charge what I charge, I could explain it to them. And I could be like, this is how many hours I spend. This is how many hours (laughs) I spend on your wedding. This is how much money we spend on your wedding. This is what we do. Like, you are getting a really good price for what we will give you. And I think, you know, I've, I've had calls over the last um, couple of months where 
people have been booking me for packages that you know what you you say to put on like a big package and I was like no one's going to book that uh, yeah, I've taken totally. bookings for it like I've taken bookings for it <laughs> and like I'm, people are paying me <laughs> yeah I was like I'm going to put on an outrageous package that no one's ever going to book and I literally book that one every time I'm like are you are you sure okay, yeah. that's amazing Let's yeah and everything I, you know, everything and I think just little things that I noticed that we would do where we'd be like almost apologetic in the way that we were talking about you know on, on calls with couples we'd always say things like you need to have a videographer because we really believe that to be true but we say even if you don't go with us make sure you get one why are we saying that like we can do a better mm. job than anyone else that they can get why are we saying like there are other people there are other people out there but we promise you one you're going to get a better deal by getting it with both of us anyway than you could ever get if you get someone of the same standard and also totally what we do is amazing and if you get us doing both you're going to get the best for your money and it's re- it works out as a really good deal because if you upgrade your package to the most you're making the biggest saving <laughs> i i'm right now i'm just inside like it looks all nice right here i'm recording some um new modules for the business map right now and i just put together one called sales mastery and you're going to love it it's yes. it's just hits all these points right but one of the rules that I have is like changing our mindset around like thinking we're too expensive and people don't buy on price. And it's like I break this limiting belief all the time because people will pay anything for anything. That's why if they have $5,000, they'll still buy a $10,000 car. If they've got $10,000, they'll buy a $20,000 car. They'll always get a credit. They'll always find a way to get whatever they want. It's not on price. But what they do, like what, what the objection is, is they don't want to make the wrong choice. And so when you say something like, hey, you could get another videographer, make sure you get a videographer. So you're making them the right choices, get a videographer, but maybe you're not the right person. So now I'm confused if that's the right choice. Mm-hmm. And you really need to drive home that if, if I want someone to book me at $10,000, I just need to show them that they're making the absolute right choice by investing that money. And then the return is going to be tenfold for them. Yeah. So that's what it always comes down to. And if, if you're not demonstrating that they're making the right choice and making them feel comfortable about making the right choice, you're not going to get the sale no matter what. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's something that, you know, I could, I could honestly go on for ages about things that I've learned from this, but it all comes down to that small thing of like just changing your mindset and and realizing what your value is and that your value doesn't amount to how successful you've been in the past. I think that's something that, you know, used to really get me down because I used to think like, oh, you know, I've been working on this for ages and I can see people around me who've been working on it for the same length of time and they seem to be so much more successful than me. And, you know, I'd get really down on that. And it's like, I've learned loads from that, all of that that I did before, but that doesn't define what I'm going to do, you know, from this point onwards. And I think, you do Too many to of make... us are living in the past, huh? Like we live in the past yeah. and we think about w- what we've done before or what hasn't worked before, or how we failed. And then we base everything off that and we don't go forward because we're no longer thinking about the future and our goals yeah. and our aspirations. And... Yeah, exactly. And just like the, the kind of power that you've got to just be like, okay, can't do anything about yesterday. So what can I do about today? And And that's a really valuable thing to have because then you're never beating yourself up or feeling bad about anything. You know, we all have bad days. We all have days where we don't perform to our absolute maximum but as long as we kind of looking at that and just being like that's okay there's nothing I can do about that now what can I do to change from this point on I think people just need to realize that it's not down to your personality type or who you are or you know I think you talk a lot um 
Jai about like your Enneagram and like you are the kind of go-getter. That is your personality. That isn't my personality. Like <laughs> my Enneagram didn't work. It just kept bringing out all the wrong ones. I'm the, um, the, my- <laughs> I'm the Myers-Briggs, I'm the Myers-Briggs <laughs> mediator. So I'm the, um, I am like a dreamer, basically. That's my kind of Myers-Briggs personality. And I dream up ideas and I have way too high expectations of things. And so I end up disappointed a lot of the time because I kind of think big. And then when it doesn't work out, I feel like sad about it. But I've been able to change that and turn it into this thing of like, well, if I can like dream of something big and I work towards it and I don't quite make it, but I've got closer than I would have done if I hadn't have done that, that's really positive. That's really great. Or, you know, just getting myself out of that headspace of just being like in my head and thinking about things and actually doing things. And you don't have to be the personality that is born to be successful to become that person like you have got control over who you are I feel like most people are naturally lazy I don't think anyone is like born with a work ethic I don't believe that think we always want to take the the easiest the least resistant path like if I was going to go for a walk in the rain or sit on the couch I'm definitely choosing sitting on the couch yeah exactly I think you know we're all like that it's not something that's just gonna kind of we're not born to be amazing workers you've just got to kind of put it into yourself and if you recognize that self about that thing about yourself then change it and fake it. I love it. that. Hey, I actually want to um, <laughs> stop you on it because um, like a few people have been saying to me lately like Jai I don't think I'll get the success that you have because I, I'm not like you and I, and I will never become someone like you and we forget it's like you don't never you never need to be like me. You never will be like me. And that's not why I'm here. I'm here because I'm going to give you different framework, different motivation, inspiration. I'm going to change your mindset and you can use my energy. And then you do that and you've got to be yourself, like the best version of yourself. It's the only way that you're going to be able to level up. So I think too many people look at like, you know, someone that's successful and think they need to be that person or show up relentlessly like they do, or, you know, change their own personality to fit into this model. But it's, it's absolutely not true. Like whoever you are right now, there's someone, there's people out there for you that love who you are, which don't resonate with me and you need to be yourself. Yeah, totally. And I think that when you change your mindset of like, I need to be that person to, I need to be friends with that person that also is a huge game changer you know I think that's one thing that you've said a lot about like putting yourself in the room with people who you look up to and that is such a positive thing and it's you know it's not it's not clout chasing it's not about like trying to get things out of people it's just if you're one kind of personality and you make friends with somebody who's a different kind of personality that like balances you out you're going to benefit each other like it's a two-way thing and if you kind of see those people as like, wow, they're amazing. How can I be them? You're never going to get there. But if you're like, wow, they're amazing. I want to be friends with them. You will like their energy will have an impact on you. You know, every time I come off a, a mentor call or every time I speak to all these other amazing people in the industry that I've made friends with, I come away from it, like just fired up to be like, these people, like they want to be my friend. They can see my potential. So you know, if you're the kind of person that needs validation, there's nothing better, <laughs> you know, than kind of so good. pursuing that and and taking on people's energy that you perhaps haven't got yourself because that helps you to change parts of yourself that perhaps you don't like. And that's okay. It's okay to like look at things and be like, oh, I'm, I'm not like that, but I want to be, so I'm going to be. <laughs> I love that, Beth. Hey, I just want to um, finish up. One thing 
I want to put you on the spot now that you have, you know, probably 5,000, 10,000 people listening to this podcast episode right now. <laughs> so on the commute to work or whatever they're doing, they're editing some photos and they're listening to you. I want you to tell me and your friends, what's your unrealistic goal? What's one goal that you're unapologetically, you're just going to put it out there and just say, like, you know what, guys, like, I don't care what anyone says. This is what I'm going after. And this is what I want in my life. And like you're saying, like an unrealistic goal could be buying your own house and having a dog or something like that. It's different for everyone, but I want you to put it out there and just so you're accountable. What is your goal right now? Okay. I don't know if I've even like said this out loud 21, but, um, big one is buying a house, getting a dog. And I really want to break into the elopement photography scene. I've got some ideas about the fact that in the UK, they're going to be making elopements legal all over the UK, hopefully at the end of the year. Um, And even if they don't, I've got some pretty big ideas about how to kind of make an elopement scene in Wales because Scotland's really, everyone's Scotland and Ireland. And I I feel like maybe I could, I could make one in Wales. So that is, it sounds big, but I I think I'm going to, that's my realistic goal. (laughs) I can't believe I just said that. That sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. Seriously, like you saying that right now, it, there's people, there's someone in Wales right now listening to this going like, I resonate with that. Like, absolutely. Let's collab. Let's make that happen. It's going to help everybody. So just putting it out to the world, like w- wait and see the power of like, you know, one person reaching you from the world that's listening to this or um, one friend getting around you because they're listening to this podcast and they're like, that took courage to put that out there. It's really big. It changes the game. So thank you so much for actually sharing it. And (laughs) you should be so proud of yourself because you have been working so hard. Um, I was so impressed by that, you know, event that you did and everything and putting yourself out there and the fact that you got my attention and got me, got on my podcast. Like you did all that. I didn't do it. So it's just amazing seeing you like making your own break and taking these opportunities. Like it's, it's blowing me away and it inspires me and it inspires my community as well. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Jai. I couldn't do it without you. Where can we find you before we go and say hello on Instagram and where whatever channel and um yeah yeah so Instagram is definitely the best place to find me um you can find me at Bethany and James underscore um my website at the moment is BethanyStanley.com whilst I'm just rebuilding my website but if you go and follow me on Instagram then you will see the launch of my new website in April which I've just put out there as well now so That's so exciting <laughs> I've got to do it <laughs> it's all coming out. <laughs> And guys, if you wanted to say hi, if you want to tag her and tag me as well, I'm at jialong.co. I love hearing from the audience. And yeah, thank you so much for being a part and talking to my audience. And I'll talk to you soon, Beth. Yeah, speak soon, Jai.